0: my feet, devil. Get out of this room, devil. Get out of this city, devil. Get out of this community, devil. In Jesus' name, we're going to run some demons off today. We're going to take back what is ours, and we're going to talk about it today. Listen, people, there's nothing to fear. The Lord does not give us a spirit of fear. Our spirit, our Holy Spirit, that comes to live within us, gives us the victory. I want to start off by thanking you that's here today. Those that are watching on all the social media places. <clears throat> I want to just thank you. I'm excited about today. The Lord gave me this a week or so, almost a week ago. And the enemy has been fighting me every step of the way. He's been fighting me every step of the way. He. I, it was going to be preached Thursday night. And some things happened and You know, sometimes even our flesh, and I'm going to explain this today. Sometimes our flesh, we cannot fight these demons and these evil spirits in the flesh. Dear Lord, come into this room right now. Come into the houses and the homes of the people that are watching, the people that are here. Let your presence fall in this room, Lord. Let your presence fall in the room of everyone watching. Let it fall in their hearts. Lord, take this old empty vessel and fill me with your words, Lord, that I may pour them out over this room and over social media, that those that hear, whether it's this morning or later this evening or any of the shared broadcasts, that they feel your presence, Lord, that they understand what you're trying to say to them, Lord, that they can hear with their spiritual ear. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm not going to get into a bunch of announcements this morning. We have announcements every morning when we do our daily word. Um, If you need to contact us for prayer, feel free to to do so. You can do it right now. Or you can go to Pleasance Family Ministry on our Facebook page or any of us individually. Also... You know, for those that have asked, how can we be a part? How can we help you spread the good news of Jesus Christ? How can we help your ministry? You can do it by just sharing these videos. Share them, let other people see them, that they can share them. It's not about growing my ministry. It's about spreading the word of God. You know, people have said they'd like to help monetarily. You can go to PleasantFamilyMinistry.org and there's a button there. Now, that being said, good morning, everybody. Good morning. We just, I'm just excited today because, listen, I want to talk to you about treading on some snakes. You know, i got these snakes good boots on. I don't know whether they show up, but um, I tread on snakes every day, I tell people. But listen, they're real. These demons, these things, they're real. You know, Second 2 Peter 2.4 says, For God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell. Listen, that's who these demons that we fight every day is. They are fallen angels. They're evil spirits. They're demons. They're devils. They're just here to, 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 they're here to, 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 to cause chaos. They're not, you know, there's not nothing, you know, Hollywood portrays them as these big, evil, scary monsters. And listen, they are, you've got to take them seriously. But I'm going to tell you, we have authority. They have a leader, Lucifer, the musician, the beautiful angel, but he's a fallen angel himself. And we know what his future is. See, you have authority. Over these demons. You can kick them to the curb. But you must have authority. And you get that through Jesus Christ. Through that powerful name. See. In Acts 19. 13 through 16. A certain. A certain of vagabond Jews. Exorcists. Took upon them. To call over them. Which had evil spirits. The name name of the Lord Jesus saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached. But they didn't have authority. They didn't really even, most of them believed that Jesus was who he was. But they were out there going around because they had seen what Paul was doing. And they wanted to be like Paul. And they wanted to do this. And they knew Paul used that powerful name of Jesus Christ. And it goes on to say, and there were seven sons of Scevia, a Jew, and a chief of the priest, which did so. And an evil spirit answered and said to them, Paul, I know, and Jesus, I know. But who are you? See, because Paul came to them with authority, given to him through Jesus Christ. Jesus came to them with authority, given to him from his father. Jesus said, i go and I will send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit worked through Paul to cast out demons. And the man whom the evil spirit was in leaped on them, overcame them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. See, they used Jesus' name, but they had no power in his name because they did not actually believe what they were doing. See, Jesus' name is powerful to those who believe. See, everybody thinks, all I have got to do is believe, but no, you have to have that authority. See, Satan is the ruler of the world. He's the ruler of this world. People don't realize that. He is a ruler, but his Time is infinite. His time is not going to go on forever. It's finite. It's over. When God says it's over, it's over for him. God is infinite. God goes on forever. He's been from forever past and he will go for forever future. And if we are part if we are if we're part of the body of Christ, if we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we will live forever with Jesus. The demons of the demons, the fallen angels, they have one intention and that's what I'm going to spend today talking about. I don't know how long it's going to be because I'm not preaching what I want to preach. I'm preaching what the Lord tells me to preach. so at any minute he might say, "You've said enough, be quiet and stop." But then again he might say, "Go ahead, keep on keeping on, son, because I've got a word I want to get out. Demons are here with no other intention but to cause downfall. Downfall of the body of Christ. Downfall of the church. Downfall of the people. They're here to cause downfall. They're here to cause turmoil. They're here. Ephesians 2 two says, wherein in past times you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit is that now worketh in his children disobedience. See, they want us to be in disobedience to God. Because disobedience is sin. And if we're in sin, we're separating ourselves from God. I don't care who you are. If you're sinning, you're separating yourself from God. When Jesus took our sin on the cross, he separated himself from God. God could not look on his sin. That's another message I've got coming up. He couldn't look on his sin, but there was hours of darkness. But the demons, the demons, they tremble at the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. But remember something. In this little message I'm giving, in this big message I'm giving, in this message I'm giving, it might be a little message with a lot of heart. But it may be just what you need to hear. Because I want you to understand something. They are powerful. Demons are real. They are scary and they are powerful. But, but, and whenever there's a but, there's more. No matter how scary they are, or how, how, how. No matter how scary they are, or how bad Hollywood has made them out to look, or how bad your mind has made them out to look, or how bad they have made themselves out to look to you to give you fear over them, they have limitations. They have limitations. Job, they can't do anything, first of all, without God's permission. they got to have his permission to be evil. They've got to ask permission to do anything that they do against you. And in Job 1 and 2, it says in chapter 112, God gave Satan permission only to touch Job's possessions. That's all he could touch was Job's possessions, nothing else. Then in chapter 2, 6, he said, you're allowed to touch Job's body. But you can't kill him. See, Satan just wanted to show to God that Job would turn against him, and God said, "Well, you can do this. He's not going to turn against me." How many of us today can say that? If God, if God was talking to Satan and they said, "And put your name in here," consider my consider my son or my daughter so and so, and Satan says, "I can turn them against you, God." How many of us can say that we would pass that test? There's everybody here, everybody that just heard me say that has probably said, Oh, I can. I can. I didn't. Raised a Christian. Thought I was born again. But then when a trial came in my life, I followed the devil. I followed the devil. But I guess God loved me because, see, you can't. The the devil can't separate you from God's love. The sin he caused you to live in can separate you from God. But God loves you. And he loved me, and he knew, because he knows all things, that I was coming home. He knew the prodigal son would return. He knew he had a plan for me. And the devil must have figured something out. But I'll get to that in a little bit. See, they're not omnipotent. They're not all powerful. They don't have unlimited powers. Like I said, they have no unlimited powers. Basically, if you're a born-again Christian, the only power that Satan has over you, or any demon or evil spirit has over you, is what you give them. If you don't give them any power, they have none. But we cannot beat them. We're no match for them in the flesh. We're no match for them in the flesh. The only power they have is what you give them. Now, they are powerful in their own right because they are angels, fallen angels. So they are powerful, great manipulators. But James 4, 7 tells us if we submit yourselves therefore to God. Right there. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There's the evangelist in me because I always go to that gospel. I always go to the good news. And that's, that, that's it. It's all about Jesus. No matter what message I ever preach, it's going to come back to Jesus. Because that powerful name gives you power over these demons. Because James 4, 7 says, Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. See, I could make that a long statement. I would say, submit yourself, therefore, before God. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Resist the God, But that's a given. Resist the devil. That's what you need to know. Submit to God, resist the devil. Submit God, resist the devil. Follow God, walk away from devil. Hug God, choke devil. It's that simple. Love God, hate devil. It's that simple. Because when we, when we, when we finally start to do this, we start to realize they're not all powerful. If you, Jesus gives us the power. Well, I've got this problem, Rusty, and it's hard for me to give it up. Um, I got this issue, Rusty. It's hard for me to give it up. I got this sickness, Rusty, and it's hard for me to come over it. Listen to me. I'm going to get to that in a minute to let you know demons are causing sicknesses today in this world. They're causing illnesses in this world. They're causing all kinds of things. And the authority Jesus gives you is to say, get away, devil. Like he told the man, take up your bed and walk. We have that authority. He gave it to us. They're not omniscient. They're not all-knowing. They don't know your future, but they know your past. They cannot read your mind. They don't know your thoughts, but you see, this is where they're powerful because this is where they're so smart. Because they know your past, and they know your weaknesses. They know how to get to you. They know how you to make they know what to put in front of you to bring you down. They know what to do to make you just want to say, I quit. They want to know what to do to make you say, Well, just this one time. Just this one drink. Just this last cigarette. I want to quit as soon as I'm done with this last bottle. I'm going to quit gambling once I go to the track and hit this one horse. I'm going to quit smoking as soon as I finish this pack. I'm going to quit drinking when I'm done this whiskey bottle. I'm not going to do no more drugs after I snort this last line. You know how many last lines I snorted? They know our weaknesses, and they use them against us. Just one more time. Just one more time. That's one more time. Because see, they're going to lie to you. But I'll get to that later. They're not omnipresent. They can't be at all places at once. That's why they're a network. Their leader is Satan. And then there's demons. And they're all over. You know, and they're walking up and down on the earth. When when Satan went to God, when the devil went to God to talk to him about Job in one seven, God said, Where you been? And he says, From walking to and fro and up and down. I have observed. From walking to and fro and up and down. I've watched. I've seen. I know what you people are doing. Because I'm watching you. Not because I'm reading your mind. But because I'm watching you. And if I don't have my eyes on you. I've got all kind of demons out here watching you. And they're coming back reporting to me. Oh. This person, they have, we're going to put that spirit of alcoholism in them because they love to drink. This person, we're going to put that adulterous spirit in them. This person, we're going to put that spirit of laziness. We're going to put the spirit of weakness. We're going to put the lying spirit in it. I can go on and on because whatever problem you've got, there's an evil spirit behind it. And whatever evil spirit behind it, there's a fallen angel named Lucifer behind that. Come on. We're no match for them in the flesh. We cannot whoop them in the flesh. We can't do nothing to them in the flesh. We can go to prayer. That's the most we can do in the flesh. And then while we're in prayer and we're in fasting, we need to get into the spirit because I'm going to tell you why. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers and darkness and rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now I want to explain that a little bit. So many people say, well, what do you mean high places? Look around. Spiritual wickedness in any place of authority. That's where they're putting their demons. That's where they're setting up shop. That's where they're going out of you. Going after us. It could be, listen, it's not what you always think it is. It could be high places. It could be the people above you at your workplace. Kids, it could be the people above you at your schools. My kids better watch at their home school, oh. But it could be any place that's above you work. In your communities, in your communities, in your cities, in your local governments, in your federal governments, in your church. Whether it's a small home church or whether it's a large church. They're trying to cause things in these places. Don't take them lightly. Don't take them lightly. Because they're working harder than we're working. Believe it. They're working harder to get us not to resist than we're working to resist. You know, it's easy. We, we got, oh, Lord will forgive me if I do it one more time. Oh, I go to that church. That preacher said that I, I'm okay. I'm covered for life. I can do anything I want. I don't have to resist the devil. I'm a child of God. Listen. Listen resist. If he didn't want you to resist he wouldn't say submit to God because I'm going to tell you something right now if you're you're letting the devil lead you you're not submitting to God you're not serving God, you're serving the world you're serving the devil if you're in any kind of sin at all you're not serving God I keep saying this every week every week, every week, every time I preach you better make sure that word truly is in are you saved because are you truly saved? You don't get saved and keep on letting the demons tag drag you around. You don't get saved and keep on drinking that beer, smoking that cigarette, snort, snorting that Coke, chasing the neighbor's wife. You don't do that if you're saved. You stand up and you say, be gone. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ who gives me authority because I am truly born again in his name. I am truly born again. I am a child of God. And I have permission and authority to tread on snakes. And that's scriptural. They got powers. They can enter into humans and animals. What? They can enter into humans and or animals. You know, think about this. Matthew 5, 12 and 13. The man that was possessed. And Jesus said, who are you? And they said, oh, legions were many. Many. And they they wanted permission again. They didn't just hop out and go somewhere. They asked permission to be put into the swine. I kind of take that kind of, you know, at that time in the Jewish culture, swine was like one of the lowest things. Couldn't even eat them. But Jesus let them go into the swine. You know the end of that story. What happens if a person comes to a church or comes to a worship service or goes anywhere on a street corner and runs into an apostle, a prophet, or evangelist, a preacher, a teacher, and says, listen, I'm possessed by this demon. I've got this demon on my back. Could you help me? Could you pray over me? And you pray over this demon, and it leaves. You cast it out. What happens then? The Bible says, Jesus says, Matthew twelve, forty three through forty five, when an unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Dry places means that there's no life for him. There's nothing for him to do. He's just walking around in a dry wasteland. He can't do no damage. Then he says to himself, I will return to my house from whence I come out. And when it, when he is coming to it, he finds it empty, swept and garnished. Now, as I was reading this yesterday, I was reading it and I read that. And I said, well, wait a minute. I didn't think a, a spirit could come back into something that was clean. but there's a word there. He found the house clean and garnished. Jesus talks about that to some of the Pharisees about how they look so clean and polished on the outside. See, sometimes people will have a have, have, have something taken out of them—a demon, a, a possession. a a demon-possessed person may lose that demon. He might go. They might cast it out. But that person's got to change. That person's got to change and start resisting. Or that demon's coming back. And a little resistance doesn't mean much because he says he goes and he takes with himself seven, uh, seven other spirits that are more wicked than himself and they enter and dwell in there. So if you have a demon cast out of you, yeah. don't think your old buddy's coming back. I know. I got rid of a demon. And now I let some more come back in. And then I tell you what, they keep getting stronger and stronger because you keep getting weaker and weaker, and your resistance gets down and your acceptance grows up. It's easier to accept the demons than it is to accept Jesus Christ. But that's just for a short season. People, I'm telling you, you have to learn to resist, to submit to God. I'm begging you today to resist the devil. Submit to God. Come on. This is real preaching. This is real stuff. I'm pouring out my heart because I don't want the devil to steal one more person. I don't want the devil to be in one more person's life. I want to kick him to the curb right now. He's fought me tooth and nail this week about this message. Right up to before the message started, we couldn't even get the camera stand to operate. Mm -hmm. Come on. We just got to listen, people. We got to submit and say, God, I can't do it in my flesh. I need you, Holy Spirit. Come and fill me. Fill the people watching. Fill the people here. Give them that power to overcome. Give them that power to resist. Give them the strength to submit, to turn away from the world. Come on. We need to... mm, Come on. That same power. We need that power. We have authority Accept it. Mm. Come on. Don't take them lightly. Resist. We just got to where they can enter into animals. They're going to leave. They're going to get cast out. When they get cast out, you better stay clean. You better go seek some spiritual guidance. You better go get to uh, go whoever cast it out. You better say, hey, where do you worship? Where do you meet? Because I want to become a part of this. I want to be a part of this. I don't want no demons coming back. And listen, I, this one that you just got out of me has caused me lots of problems. Is this? I don't want bunches of them coming back. I couldn't handle the one. Thank you, Jesus, for cleansing me of that one. But he's going to get six friends. I don't want to just look good on the outside. I don't want to look good sitting on the front row at the church, all spit-cleaned and polished, with my bottle of whiskey under the front seat of the truck, or my pack of cigarettes laying up on the dash, or my line of Coke waiting on the mirror at home. I look good to the people in the church. I give my tithes. I give my offerings. I volunteer my time. Nobody knows that the devil's sitting in the truck keeping the motor warm. we got to resist and submit to the Lord. I've got something that makes the devil going to run. Now, some more things. You can be inhibited. You can be possessed or oppressed by more than one at a time. See, a born-again believer cannot be possessed again. But he can be oppressed. Now, what makes you say that, Rusty? Because, see, everybody wants to say this. I'm going to touch this right now and I'll move on. Was this ain't a message about that. Well, wait a minute. Wasn't Saul the king of Israel? Wasn't he appointed by God? Wasn't he anointed? Yeah. But wait a minute then. He had a demon. I read the Bible. It says they came to him. They came upon him. They tormented him. Never says they indwelt in him. And the sweet soft music of David, another anointed one, sent him away. Come on. Don't get falling in that. If you're clean, listen. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. The closer you get to Christ, the harder they're going to try to come against you. Listen to this. They also they also can come in droves, like I said. Luke 8 2 says a certain woman which had been healed of evil spirits and and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven evil spirits. Seven devils it says. Come on. She followed Jesus. She was at the tomb. Do you think she was possessed again? No. She was obsessed with Jesus. She loved him and he showed himself to her. His glory, He'll show Himself to you. But you have to seek Him and seek Him early and seek Him daily. Seek Him with prayer and fasting. Submit. Accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Because I'm going to tell you, you're going to need Him. And you're going to need that authority. And you're going to need that Holy Ghost indwelling in you. And He ain't sharing the apartment with something else. Don't fool yourself. Don't think that you can have both living inside. Oh, there's a battle going on inside of me. No. There's a battle going on from outside of you trying to get inside of you and the Holy Spirit gives you the power greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world to keep it out. Yeah. But they're going to try. You know, for something so smart, for something so smart, they ain't real, they ain't real smart because... Mm-hmm. If they get rebuked 400 times, if they get chased out 400 times, if you you resist them 400 times, they're coming back 401. No matter how much you resist them, they keep coming back. Look at Jesus Christ, the Son of God, went into the desert. The devil didn't just say, okay, here, this is what I've got. You going to follow me or not? No. He kept coming back with a different... I'll give you this. I'll give you that. Oh, well, Rusty, you just stop drinking. Let me see. How about you? You, you used to like this, but huh? you still like this. they will come after you. Think of how he comes after you. Listen, you can be a born again Christian, and your brother or sister is lost, and they're going to keep telling you, "Hey, you know what? You riding around that old car, living in that old house, paying rent to somebody, getting them rich every day." Now your brother or your sister, they don't got no, they don't even go to church, they don't even have a Bible in their house. Look at that fancy car they're driving, in that big driveway, that nice pretty house. See, they did not resist the devil, nor did they submit to God. So, what will their end be? Because you got a mansion waiting on you. You got a mansion waiting on you. We know what the devil's got waiting on him. Read the Bible. I'll keep saying this part. Read Revelations 20. Devils can be more. Let me back up real quick just to recap so I don't lose where I'm at. First of all, they can possess people. They can oppress people. They can have more. You can have more than one of them in you. They can inflict mental disease. What? Well, don't be proud. I'm not proud of them. You know, listen. I've had had issues. There's lots of us that do. Listen. Notice the word there, head. Listen. Mark 5, 4 and 5 said, The man who lived among the tombs, howling and bruising himself, he was possessed by an evil spirit, a devil. They can cause physical illness. Look at the ones that in, in Matthew nine thirty three, the man who couldn't speak. Look at the blind people. You know, they can cause physical illness. Physically, they can cause deformalities to people. They could cause people to be deformed. You know, in in in, in Luke thirteen, eleven through sixteen, I'm gonna tell you this little story. And he laid hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. This is the lady that was bent over for 18 years. She was bent over, and he laid hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified. And the ruler of the synagogue, some Pharisee or somebody, a priest, didn't want no parts of that. Didn't want to do that because he didn't. Want, he couldn't do it because he had no authority to do it. And he says, answered with indignation. Indignation is a big word that he was mad. Answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work in them. Therefore, come and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. And the Lord answered, You hypocrite, I love Jesus. Because Jesus was part was hundred percent man and a hundred percent God. And that was the man saying, You hypocrite. You hypocrite. Do not each of you on the Sabbath lose his ox or lose his ox so he can so from the stall and lean him down to water him? Don't you do that on the Sabbath. Let me ask you people that are Sabbath people that really believe in, you don't know, working on Sabbath, none of this on Sabbath, none of that on Sabbath. How many of you men are jumping up and down on the couch watching a football game? Well, you're watching people out there working, but you're against working. Hmm. Women, how many of you trying out the newest Betty Crocker cookbook in the kitchen? That's work. Listen. Jesus said, y'all doing all this all of a sudden? Should not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, who Satan had bound low all these years, be loosed from the Sabbath, on the Sabbath? Shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't. Now people say, well, wait a minute, Rusty, you just said that a I- Christian or a born-again believer or a believer or somebody that they can't be possessed. Well, how come this woman was a daughter of Abraham? Daughter of Abraham just meant an ethnic background. She was Jewish. That's what it meant. He did not say this born-again, saved grace Christian woman. He did not say this person who followed the laws of Moses. He just said this daughter of Abraham. He called Zacchaeus the same thing, the son of Abraham. And Zacchaeus was not saved because he said unto this house, O son of Abraham. So, see, that does not mean she was saved. It means who she was. There's no room in anyone who is truly born again. Truly born again. But, see, that's the devil. That's the devil because there's something else they are. They cause dry throats. Hmm. Thank God for talking donuts. Hmm. It washes away demons. And, oh, praise God. Oh, the Lord will talk to me about that one later. <laughs> they are deceivers. But see, they can work miracles. So be careful. Learn to discern. Learn to discern. They are deceivers. 2 Corinthians 11:14 says they can masquerade as light. They lie. They're going to tell you listen, listen. I heard what that guy was preaching and none of that stuff's really true. And and look All you gotta do is just keep going to church, keep doing what you're doing. You can do both. It's okay. The Lord says you can't serve two masters. He won't tell you that part. The Lord said you can't eat, eat, you know, eat with one and eat with the other. The Lord tells you you can't do that. You can't, there's no room inside for both of them. But they lie. They tell you you got plenty of time. You got plenty of time. You're a young man. You're a young man. You know, I was a young man when I was going through all my stuff for about for a good many years. I was young. I, looking back on me, if I was doing it last year, i was, But look, I was young. I was young. And I thought I had all this time ahead of me. But I know a lot of my friends that were young at that time, some of them aren't here today. I thank God every day for my life. And I pray every day that on the last breath of any of them, any family member, any friend, if they got to say, Forgive me, Lord. I just pray that. I pray that. They cause division and confusion. More lies. They cause division in friendships. Your friends and you. Look, you have friends that might not be Christian or might not be, you know, I don't want to use the word. I watch how I say it. They might not be have a cl- as close a walk with Jesus as you have. They might not have that close a walk, and you need to be patient with them and help them along in their walk. But sometimes it causes confusion because the devil is telling them they think they think you're they're better than you. They're they're uppity. They're self-righteous. They got a religious spirit. And he's telling you, they'll never change. Look how many times you tried, they'll never change. That was said about me. I was never going to change. I was going to be living in the gutter till I died. I was going to be doing snorting coke, jumping ropes, smoking dope, whatever, until the day I died. Guess what? Don't do it. Ain't did it. a Long time. Devil's a liar. Stole that one from my son. The devil's a liar. Thank you, Jesus. The devil's a liar. They tear apart families. Sometimes you'll lose family members because you're following the devil. He's got you chasing him. My mother went to her grave while I was chasing demons, while I was running with the devil. She never got to see me on this earth become who I am lost loved ones, we've all lost loved ones. How many of us have lost loved ones that never got to see us the way that they envisioned us? Parents that thought we were gonna grow up and be good Christian people, and when they passed on, we were living the opposite way of life. We were letting the devil control. We had the word submit wrong. We were submitting to the evil one, to the enemy. We were following the creator, the, the creature, not the creator. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. They are in families. They're in the government. They're tearing apart the government, like I said. they got the governments. they got countries. they got nations fighting each other. They're tearing apart the church people. Oh, I'm a Baptist. I'm a Pentecostal. I'm a Presbyterian. I'm a Methodist. I, I'm this. I'm that. I'm the other. Listen, we're, we're part of the body of Christ. I love all my brothers and sisters in Christ, no matter what church they go to, no matter what denomination they are. When we had our building, which we are going to get another place back after the first of the year, we invited anyone to come. Yeah, we're spirit-filled, spirit-led, we believe in speaking in tongues, laying on our hands and all that stuff. Because it's biblical, we believe in the gifts of the Spirit that therefore today. We believe in the fivefold ministry. I believe in the words in red. You've all heard me say it. I believe from Genesis to Revelation, I believe the whole thing, because it helps me to submit myself to the Word of God, to submit myself to the Heavenly Father, to give myself to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and to get the authority to resist the devil and watch him run. Run, devil, run. I got something. made the devil want to run. They're going to tell you more lies. They did me. You're getting too old. You don't want to start being a preacher now. You're too old. Let your kids do it. Your family's never going to follow you. He got, he got blown out of the water on that one. Because I actually believed that one the day I closed my business down. I didn't even know I was closing it down. I was just turning it over to my son and my wife. And I said, uh, Lord, you <laughs> never believe me. You're awful. Think I got something coming. But God spoke to me last night. Jesus spoke to me and said that I was to follow him. That I, He, It was time. That's all he said. It's time. And I knew what he meant. And my wife looks at me and she says, at that time I didn't know she was as prophetic as she is. She says, I know, he told me last week. Within a couple weeks, we were our first revival preacher. Now, it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go because I didn't submit to God completely. I still had Rusty in me. But you know, that old man's dying more and more every day. Mm -hmm. They buried him and I still have to throw pieces of him away. Mm -hmm. I said, keep the grave open because I've got some more I've got to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Something else just popped up in my head I want to get rid of. They'll tell you you're not good enough. You're too old. You're not good enough. Look, Rusty, you can't serve God. You used to do this. You used to do that. You can't serve God. Nobody's going to take you serious. They told my son, nobody's going to take you serious. Didn't they? Yeah. People take you serious. They told my daughter, people ain't going to take you serious. But then other people have told her, man, you're a bright light. She can talk to people. She knows what it's like to be bullied. She knows what it's like to want to commit suicide. But she defeated, she hit that dirt, she knocked that demon out. Get away. My youngest son, they will not to bring him home from the hospital, they told us. Boom, out the park. Yes. Craig, he'd never be able to graduate high school. Boom, out the park. My wife, my wife. I, she got a book. You can read it. Tell about her problems. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Strike one. And boom. Out the park. Mm-hmm. Me. I'm getting old. He didn't boom me out the park. I walked. Mm. I had to get a walk. I walked around the bases. Because I'm thick and I'm slow. And see, I walked because I had to take my time and walk with Jesus couldn't jog away from him. I couldn't knock it out the park. He had to knock it into my head. He had to beat some sense into me. He had to teach me, Rusty, you don't know what you think you know. And I still learn more and more every day. And learning and fearing God and learning is the most beautiful thing that I've ever had to do in my life. It's the most intoxicating drug I've ever taken is the Holy Spirit filling It is a feeling that gave, and when you feel it, when you have it, when it comes upon you, and you know that the Lord, and you really feel the Lord, and you know, hey, I just said something, and it wasn't me, I know it came from God. Or when you're preaching in a revival or in a church somewhere, and you just feel the power come upon you, and you just look up at that cloud of witnesses, and you say, Lord, I submit to you, I resist the devil. I resist the devil. We got to resist. Because, see, they break it down kind of like this. The worldly spirits, they want you to conform and accept the world. They want you to listen to all this stuff that's being pushed by the world. This is okay. That's okay. Listen, this type of music's fine, this type of entertainment's fine, so what if they do this? It's okay, God doesn't care, he gave them that talent, oh, we're supposed to overlook, look the other way on this. Listen, it's okay to kill babies, it's the woman's choice. Well, she's going to answer for the choice. It's okay to, to do this. Listen, there's a lot of things that ain't okay in the eyes of God. Oh, Rusty, you shouldn't be preaching that. Somebody's going to get mad. I'm sorry. Read your Bible. Get mad at God. He's the one that set the rules. And he's who I submit to. He's who I follow. His teaching, the preaching of the words in red, the books of the, the epistles, the, the books of the whole Old Testament, the prophecies of the Old Testament. In the beginning, God created. Not a big bang. And I bet it was a bang when he said, Let there be light. And he shined the light on all the demons. And it says in the the beginning of the New Testament, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. He came as a light unto men. He was a light in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended him not. Today there's so many of us that don't realize that we have demons because we don't comprehend them. We've become part of it. And I'm telling you people, it's in families, it's in Christian families, it's in churches, it's everywhere. We're letting the devil into our hearts. We're letting him whisper into our ear. And we're doing things that we know he's not obsessed. No, he's not possessing me, but he's obsessing me. He's telling me. That's what you got to remember. He tells, he tells me stuff every day. And I have to say, get away from me. Get away from me. Get away from me. Oh, you know these people, Rusty, they're talking about you. Praise God, I'll pray for them. Oh, these people said this and these people said that. Good. Glad they have something to say. I love them. Because Jesus died for them on that cross. How can you love, hate somebody that, or dislike somebody Jesus died for? I'm going to tell you something. Never, never, never let that demon interfere with the growth of the body of Christ because you think somebody ain't cool enough or ain't young enough or ain't old enough or is a female or a male or is too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny. Oh, they don't fit our class. They don't fit our, they don't fit our tribe. They don't fit our group. They don't fit this. They don't fit that. Listen, they fit in the body of Christ. They fit in the body of Christ. God makes room for all people. He makes people room for people that ain't completely right. I'm there. He makes people that's, not, that's tall. I'm there. He makes people for people that's short. My wife's there. He makes people room for everybody. He makes people room for people that are pretty. My daughter's got a place there. He makes a place for people that are handsome. My single son who doesn't have a girlfriend, he's there. They make a place for the young. My son, he's there. They make a place for the old. I'm there. Listen, you all are there if you resist the devil. Submit to God. The spirits of lust, of lust, the spirits of lust says satisfy my flesh. Now the first thing people think when I say that is sexual desires. They think lust and sexual charge, and it is part of it. But it's anything that your flesh lusts after. For years, I lusted after whiskey and cocaine. And that led to the other things. The alcohol, the gambling, the the, the other drugs, the womanizing, all that. In the grave, in the grave. Listening to the devil. Submitting to him, not to, to, to God. Satan wants you to do that. See, Satan wants you to bow down. See, like I said, the world wants you to become worldly. The flesh wants you to become fleshly. Satan doesn't care what you do as long as you worship him. That's what he wants you to do is bow down and worship him. Because, see, if you're worshiping him, he's mocking God. He thinks he's going to get away with it. Revelation 20. Read that. That's his main goal, is to be worshipped. See, he wants to devour you. He wants to control you. He wants to bring others. He wants to control you so much that you bring others to him. That you bring yourself down and bring others to him. But all that being said, everything I've said, you know, listen. I don't worry about the demons no more. Their voices are just an aggravation to me. Get away. Get away. Get away. Because see, I have a weapon. I'm going to tell you what it is because it ain't a secret weapon. It's that powerful name of Jesus. A truly born-again Christian believer can use that name because Jesus gives us that permission. He gives us that authority. And at his name, the darkness trembles. If the demons wore boots, they would shake in their boots. If they wore flip-flops, they'd be flopping as they flipped. This, he's got a powerful name. But you know, he gives us power over the enemy. But we got to be careful and don't get cocky because it ain't us, it's the Holy Spirit. And we need to submit to him. We need to submit to Jesus Christ. We need to accept Him as our Lord and Savior because He says, when He sent the seventy out, and they went out, and He gave them the authority, and they came back so happy. And it says in Luke ten nineteen and twenty, and start at seventeen. It says, and the seventy returned again with joy, saying, even the devils are subject unto us. Through thy name. They were smart enough to say that. The devils are subject to us. Through his name. There's a key I'm going to get to in a second. And he said unto them. I beheld Satan. Woo. Fall. Like lightning. Fall from heaven. Now I want you to listen to this. Because I thought about. You know, he was in the beginning before the beginning. See, he was in beginning past. He was in eternity past, Jesus was. And he beheld Satan, because in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word the was He beheld Satan. Now, that's how a lot of people think of this. He said, look, man, I was there. I don't, I know what you did. I got authority over him because I beheld him being kicked out of heaven." I saw it. I was there. I did it. What you do you can't do without me. But then I thought of something else. Jesus is sitting there, cool as he is. And he listening to him. And they're saying, Oh man, even the even the devils are subject to you unto thy name. And Jesus sitting there listening, and I just picture the Holy Spirit coming into him. I'm getting myself coaching. And the Holy Spirit come into him. And Jesus got a vision. A prophetic vision. And he beheld Satan. Being cast into the lake of fire. Come on. Revelations 20, read it. And he says, Behold, I give you power. To tread on serpents. Now I want to explain something to you right there. People say oh. Well all that stuff was for the twelve apostles. Listen. And the seventy. I'll just stop right there. Behold I give you power. To tread on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power. Of the enemy. And nothing. Shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding. In this rejoice not. Don't go around telling people, oh, I laid hands on, I laid hands on, I did this, I did, I did, I did, I did. You got the spirit of I did. That's what I call it, the spirit of I did. No, you ain't did nothing unless you have the authority of Jesus Christ. Then you got the authority from I am. Notwithstanding that you rejoice, not that the spirits are subject unto you, But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, truly, and you change and you live for him, truly, and you submit unto God and you resist the devil, your name is written in the book of life. And the devil, people get this confused. He's not powerful enough to to, 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 to separate you from God's love but see sin will separate you from God so that's why he wants you to sin so he can separate you from God you know when I was a young man and I did all the things that I preached about so many times my mother heard all the stories from all of the people relatives and, you know, and I bet it broke her heart to have to hear about me But you know something? She never stopped loving me. She didn't condone what I was doing. She didn't like what I was doing. But she loved me. She loved me. Mark 16 and 17 says, And these signs signs shall follow them that believe. I want to pause there for a second. The next thing says, In my name they shall cast out devils and shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. That is to say that he is giving you protection. If they take up serpents, is if they go against the demons. Satan was a serpent in the garden okay, they shall lay hands on the sick, the demons and the infirmities of sickness. Mm And they shall recover. Listen, he gives us authority in thy name. Only through the name of Jesus and believing. Believing ain't enough. Saying his name ain't enough. If you're one of the sons of Skibea, You have to believe that the power is in you from Him. You have to believe in the power of His name. It's not your name. One of of the best stories i heard, I've said this before, A.A. Allen. He said somebody thanked him one time for healing him. And he said, I did not do it. Thank the Holy Ghost. Thank the Holy Spirit. Thank your Heavenly Father. I want to thank Him. I want to thank you because you came to me with this sickness and the Lord let me, used me as a tool to heal you and I've got a front row to see the power of the Holy Ghost work. Amen. That's how it is. Give all glory to God. Submit to to Him and the devil will flee. Authority is in His name. By authority, authority by the power of the name of Jesus Christ. By the power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. To break every demonic hold that they have on you. Whether it's the hold of abuse. Whether it's the hold of alcoholism, drug addiction, any addiction. Break every chain. There's power in the name of Jesus. That power raised Jesus from the grave. And on that day, on that cross, on that hill of Calvary. Jesus said unto you, I commend myself. And that day, Satan and the demons were defeated. And whosoever shall believe on me shall not perish, but have everlasting life. I give you power. I give you power. And if you believe, these signs will follow. You know, people say, oh, well, what, 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 what? Does it stop there? No. Listen, all the way up into the book of Acts when Peter baptized and they gained 3,000 people to the body of Christ that day. He didn't say, he said be baptized. In the name of Jesus receive ye the gift of the Holy Ghost and it is for you. And that's a no, he said it's for you and your children and those are far off. Anyone that seeks Jesus Christ today gets the promise of the Father. Gets to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I am excited. I'm excited because we live in a time where signs, wonders, miracles are going to begin to flow. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. You best be resisting that devil and submitting to God and getting filled with that spirit and take it with authority and go into the hospitals and lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Take it to the street and lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Pray fast fast. Take the word of God. Go out and preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. I resist the devil. And I resist him daily. I had to resist him before we started this message. I had to resist him early this morning. But that power of the Holy Spirit gives me the power to resist him in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. There is power in the name of Jesus. It takes more than merely believing. Remember that. you got to trust and obey. you got to trust and obey and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Because if you read the Bible, guess what? They lose. Revelations 20. Today, read Revelations 20. Somebody read Revelations 20. Somebody. Revelations 20. As Christians, all of our life, if you've been in the church or if you're just new to the church, if you've never went to a church and today's your first day at the church, you're going to hear something. You're going to hear. If you're at this church, you're going to know, I need I need my Dunkin' Donuts to keep my throat open. Two things. Uh, uh, Excuse me. Excuse me, I forgive you. Forgive me for that. As Christians, you've learned this. I need water now. (laughs) Old devil don't want me to finish this. But you know what? We ain't got much longer. You should have stopped in a little earlier, devil, because you could have maybe... Look, get out. I rebuke you in the name of the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Under my feet. That felt good. Everybody, just do that. Boom. Come on. Come on. There you go. Stop him under your feet. We got the power. We got the power. Oh, we got the power. Woo! As Christians, we have learned from the time we were little kids, and I say little kids, I'm not talking about a young kid. I'm talking about young in the body of Christ. You can be 78 years old if it's your first day in church, you're getting ready to learn something. There will always be good against it. God. God and his angels will be battling with Satan and the demons until God says it's over. Kick them to the curb. Put them in the pit. It's done. I'm going to spend eternity with the bride of Christ. Satan and the demons. They're losers. They just want you to be a loser with them. They just want to tell you everything you want to hear. They're going to tell you it's okay to sin, little sin. This is the 21st century. That Bible, it's an old book written by a bunch of old men. Them old religious spirit, people up here preaching it. Anytime you preach something that people don't want to hear, you got a religious spirit. If you say anything that people don't want to hear, it's because you got a religious spirit. Well, listen, I don't know what, look, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, so I guess it is a religious spirit, because I'm going to tell you something. I believe the Bible from the beginning to the end. I believe it all. I believe what Jesus says. I believe everything. I believe what the Lord tells me. Even the ones that say, well, that part was for somebody else. Well, okay, I'm going to listen to it anyway. Because maybe he thought I was one of them people. I don't know. I want to hear it all. I want to study it all. The more I study, the more I realize I, I need to study more. And I don't care if you've studied for 70 years, 80 years. You still need to study more. You need to study more. We all know about right and wrong. We all know about heaven and hell. Too many people don't want to preach on it. They don't want to preach on They want to preach on heaven. Oh, yeah. We're all going to heaven. Everybody's going to heaven. You don't, don't worry about the devil. That's a lie. We're not all. Everybody, God wouldn't send you to hell. Right? Resist the devil. If God wouldn't send you to hell, he wouldn't tell you to resist the devil. Submit to him. He wouldn't have given us commandments. He wouldn't have sent his son to the cross if he was going to bring everybody to heaven. Jesus would have died in vain. Come on, people. There is a hell. There is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. There is light and darkness. The Bible tells us Jesus is the light. He's the light. And I always say he's not the light at the end of the tunnel. He's the light that can brighten the tunnel. Amen. Come on. I tell you what, if I had another three hours, I'd just take keep preaching now. But let me tell you something. He is the light. Many times we overlook that light. We overlook what's right in front of us. We look at the darkness right in front of us. We need to learn to discern. Darkness will masquerade as light. Darkness will masquerade as light. Today, in about a minute, I'm going to invite people and ask people to give their self to Christ. I'm going to ask people if they don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior to come to write us, to do what they have to do, to say a prayer and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior and truly change your life. I'm going to ask you to do these things. I'm going to ask you to do this. I'm going to ask, say, and all, all, what are you getting out of it? If you truly believe and you truly change and you truly saved, you have eternal life with Jesus Christ. You have authority by the power of his name to cast out demons out of your life, out of your family's life, out of your friends' life. You have to truly believe to receive. You have to truly believe to receive. What evil spirit is in your is in, in your ear right now telling you that you're okay. You don't need to say this prayer. You're going to heaven. For those that need to recommit, what evil spirit, what demon of the devil is telling you right now, you okay? Don't listen to it. Don't take it. Look, you're at home. Can't nobody see you. Well, you gonna look like a fool sitting on your couch by yourself going, oh, Jesus, I love you. No, you ain't. Jesus sees you. Jesus sees you. The few people that's here. I got people right here bowed over right now, getting ready to pray. Listen. Jesus. So I'm going to incorporate this. I'm going to incorporate this as, as, as a prayer for salvation and a prayer for rededication. All at once. And listen, I'm uh, uh-huh. I I'm gonna call it on right now, I'm calling on you right now. And if you do, whew, just just follow me in this prayer. Woo! Father God, I come to you right now. I'm a sinner, Lord. I have fallen short, Lord. I have lived a life of sin. I haven't resisted the devil. I've followed the devil. But Lord, right now, I want to submit to you. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Dear Father, I have accepted Jesus years ago, but I don't know where I stand today. I want to recommit myself to you, Father. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ because I know that I need to submit to you and resist the devil, that I have to repent of my sins because Jesus said to repent because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I know that he was born of a virgin and I know that he went to the cross at Calvary and he shed his blood For the remittance of my sin. And I know that they put him in that borrowed grave. And on three days later. He arose with a victory over death. And that he sits at your right hand. And I want to serve him. And spend eternity in his service. And living with him. I resist the devil today Lord. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus powerful name. Amen. Lord, I want to pray for those people today that are being confused by the devil, that you lift that confusion off of them right now, that you lift that confusion, that you let them hear the lies and understand that you give them the gift of discernment that they can understand the truth and they can hear the truth when it's spoken and that they can see a lie when it's being lied that they know what is light and what is darkness lord i call upon you to lighten them up to let them see the light lord let them see the light that shines from jesus lord come into their lives today Lord, those people that are fighting COVID, Lord, those people that have the flu, a common cold, those that are fighting serious diseases, Lord, cancer, anything, liver disease, lymphoma, anything, Lord, for the little children, Lord, the little autism children, Lord, the little children that are being abused, Lord, for the families that have been that are going through abuse and and, and, and problems. Lord, for the people that are struggling with abortion thoughts and things, open their eyes. Lord, learn them to learn to discern. Lord, to the people that are living on the streets, Lord, give them shelter. Lord, to the people that are having sexual problems that are being perverted by the demon and they're living a perversion of lifestyle, Lord, touch them and open their eyes to the truth. Lord, to those that are financially strapped and Touch them, Lord, and release, release your glory from heaven and rain down an abundance on them, Lord, Lord, to those, to, Lord, mm, to those that aren't don't have a job, Lord, and are looking, Lord, find them a job, Lord, to the families that are falling apart, glue them back together with the fabric and the love of the Holy Ghost, Lord, to the families that 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 are working for you, the ministries, the preachers, the pastors the five-fold ministry, Lord, for all the churches that are truly preaching the truth, Lord, whether they're preaching it in a basement of their house, in a living room in their house, or in a 4,000-seat auditorium, Lord, if they're preaching the truth, Lord, let them words fall out on the people, for the street preachers, Lord, for those people going out in the street and spreading the gospel, the good news, of jesus christ give them the power in these days lord let your family let your body of christ arise today we living for times such as these we are a chosen generation lord touch each and every one of us let each and every one of us become evangelists for you let each and every one of us go out and spread the good news lord let each and every one of us touch Touch those that are lost and bring them in. Let us all become potters in heaven, through the name of Jesus to heal the broken, Lord. The suffering to relief the pain of the suffering. Lord, give us the power through Jesus Christ to lay hands on the sick. Lord, give us that power that you said that we can tread on scorpions and snakes. The power of the Holy Ghost that fills us. Lord, grant us what you will, Lord, in Jesus' name, your will be done, Amen. If you, uh, if you're here today, if you listen today, if you watched it today, please let us know where you're at. If you're watching later, let us know where you're at. Share this, please, like and share this video, so that others can understand that the devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. Listen, you have the power in you. If you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior just now, let us know. If you want to do it in the future, let us know. If you don't have a church or you were looking for a place of worship, let us know. And we're here every Sunday morning, every Thursday night. we're here to preach the good news of Jesus Christ, to preach with the message. We are spirit-filled, spirit-led. We don't do anything. We don't just come up with a pretty little story and tell it. We let the Lord lead us. We preach what God tells us. Listen, we're here and we're here every morning between eight and nine. We do a more a daily word and just, you know, we just say what God has laid on our heart because the bottom line is we love you. And we want everybody to join us in heaven. When the cloud rolls back, what's he going to find you doing? Are you going to be listening to the lies of the devil? Or are you going to be resisting? It's your choice. Choices. God gives them to us. You have the choice today. You have the choice today. You have the choice today to accept and reject. Submit and resist. Call on Jesus right now. We love you guys. See you tomorrow morning. God bless you.